Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio. This is episode 408 on June 10th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle. I'm your other host, Mo. And I'm Kelly. And I'm Adriel. And I like the I like the and you put in there, Kyle. That nice touch. Very nice touch. I, I, I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, we're gonna start off with what we did in guns and what we did with guns is brought to you by the Calgary shooting center, Canada's pre- premier firearm retailer. And I don't know if this was my job or not. We don't actually have a firearm to highlight from that. I've got one week. Oh, <laughs> right, right, right now they have the, the SIG cross six, five in stock. So these have been making their way across the country. Uh, they're like a, a chassis rifle mag fed, uh, they've got them in 308, 65. I think they even have them in 277 Fury, which is uh, kind of interesting. But uh, a really nice, collapsible little kind of a PRS kind of a rifle that, that they've got. What are they? Are just over 2K? Uh, yeah, I believe they're in that price range. Yep. Uh, they're 2350. Okay. All right. Hey, okay. well, Adriel, did you want to start us off and tell us what you did in guns? Yeah, sure. So uh, this week we had the Ladies' Day on Saturday. Yeah, how'd that uh, go? Fantastic. Very, uh, very ladies? standard. I don't actually know. I think like 50-ish, somewhere wow. around there. Very yeah. Nice. yeah. For you guys. And we ran them like, uh, you know, five, six at a time kind of a thing through the uh, through the different stages. And okay. uh, I ran the 22LR stage, which I like to run because that's a, typically the first one that, uh, that they're going to send them to. And uh, for this one, I had a couple of semi 22s, bolt action, red dot, scope, iron sights, and they had their choice of learning how to shoot standing or learning learning how to shoot sitting. And we okay. did a couple of seating positions. So um, yeah, just a little taste of like positional shooting and that kind of thing. And we were okay. shooting those flapjacks. Oh, that was the oh, ticket. You brought in the flapjacks, did ya? Last year we shot this like cardboard target, and we just like sh- and they're like, "What do I shoot at?" I'm like, "Ah, shoot that shot up target there, I guess." <laughs> uh, but the flapjacks, oh, very nice. You can or say you- like move and yeah. Where you- did you bring them from your kit? I brought them from my kit. Yeah, Yeah, see. They soaked up the damage. You can't even, like, they've got marks on them from the lead where you were, like, wiped off on the surface. But, like, you cannot tell that those things have been hit hit by, like, hundreds of rounds each. Mm -hmm. And they're... They just flip flop. So, mm-hmm. and the ladies brand new to shooting are going to go, Oh my God, I hit it. And I hit it. Yeah. Yeah. They could it. all tell when they hit yeah. it. Did I hit it? Yeah. It's moving. That's, that's you. <laughs> that's that. you. Yeah. 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 So that was, uh, that was really good. Uh, I brought my six, five Creedmoor out, shot that. Yeah. Great success. Great success. Yeah. yeah. So, I, uh, it. what's uh-huh. going on with that? It's Anything? running great. Uh, you know, I have this Federal Fusion 6.5 Creedmoor ammo that uses small primers on it. Mm-hmm. And it and 
I found with this rifle and with other rifles, the primers get pierced on them. It's factory yeah. ammo. Yeah. It's this small primer and they get pierced. I don't know why. I think it's just like, they had some faulty primers in that ammo or something like that. They mm-hmm. pierced right through. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's pierced like, through, gassed off. into, yeah, which uh, which is not ideal. But uh, yeah. So I've uh, actually spent uh, yesterday reloading some of these uh, Sierra 6.5 uh, 130 grain bullets, which uh, it's like a Match King whip yeah. kit. And uh, so I loaded up a bunch of those. How many? 20 rounds with like a a variety of uh, powder weights starting from pretty light to uh, medium. I don't want to put a bunch of stank through it for for no reason because it's, uh, you know, the system of of loading on it doesn't doesn't, uh, like when you put too much gas. It's not tuned for it. So, yeah, it should be good. I'm going to try that out at the range this weekend. Um, Also, this weekend, we've got a three-gun match coming up. So... Saturday, we're going to be running a uh, Chaz three-gun match, and uh, I'm going to be out for that. I've got my WSMCR ready for that, red dot, so I'm going to shoot in limited. Uh, I've got my Browning A5 for the shotgun. That's the new five, uh, new A5, not the old one. It's like the new one, it just uses like an inertial system. It's it's basically like your, you know, Benelli M2 or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for the pistol, I think I'm going to go, I, I'm not, I think I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Norinco NP 22 just to change it up a little and, and shoot something, um, worse than my shadow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Considerably worse than the shadow, but I like, um, I might as well try it. Right. Might as well shoot mm-hmm. that, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, speaking of the shadow, I yeah. ordered some lock grips for my, uh, for my shadow too. Okay. I went, uh, they got a, like so many options, so many options. I don't even know if I can remember them all. Um, I got it. Palm swells. I got the palm swell. Yeah. Red with the most aggressive texture they could possibly put on. The I think bogeys. it was the golf ball. Yeah. The bogeys, the golf ball okay. one. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, unlike most of yours, mine's cut short for a magwell because I usually shoot my shadow in three gun and I can shoot it with a magwell. So I got to shut, uh, cut short. If I need to put you know, do it uh, Ipsic style, I just pull the magwell off and I chuck on my uh, factory grips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm excited for those because I've heard good things about them, uh, about the lock grips. They're like the standard upgrade grip for uh, for a Shadow 2. And uh, yeah, should be good. And then I'm thinking, so I, I sold a whack of, of rifles and shotguns and pistols. Now I look in my safe, I'm like, oh, I got so much room. So now I'm trying to think of uh, of what I should what be reviewing buy? next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Restock, eh? Yeah, I got to restock with uh, with something that's interesting, something that hasn't been reviewed a lot before. I was thinking maybe shotguns because um, a lot of the shotgun reviewers tend to be uh, uh, brand specific, overly optimistic, overly like uh-huh. positive, and not giving the negatives of shotguns. And I. I it's one of the things that like there's a couple of, of industries that are kind of like that broadheads archery mm-hmm. broadheads are like smoke and mirrors and marketing BS a hundred percent of the time. And Absolutely. oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and, and uh, shotguns, the technology is not like that, but like some of the reviewers are a little bit like that. So I might, uh, oh. I might do some value price shotguns. Yeah. I think that's Just, actually a really good idea. People are, are, I, we've had people right into the show. They want a little bit more for the new yeah. shooters. They want. Yeah. Well, that, that Maverick 88 shotgun, shotgun yeah. review that I did, 
super yeah. popular. Lots of yeah. people watching that, which, um, I mean, there's like, there's gotta be other reviews out there for it, but maybe not yeah. like the in-depth tabletop style that, uh, that I do. Yeah. So I think I might do that. I was looking at some scopes there. Oh, I forgot to put it in the new gun stuff. There are the Bushnell, they have a one to eight forge. They were yeah. on sale for like, I think it was five ninety nine, but then with a 20% rebate off, which would bring right. them down to like 400 or something like that. A couple places, a couple mm-hmm. places had that tiger arms. Uh, I think solely outdoors might have had them as well. Okay. Um, but I just couldn't justify it. Cause like I already have like a, a pretty nice one to four. Mm-hmm. I can't justify throwing like 500 bucks at, at a scope that I don't really need. Yeah. Adriel, who are you? And why are you saying that? It was such a good deal. I, it was, I was like this <laughs> close. So I'm like, mm, I got it in my cart. Now I'm going to find something else I can buy from these guys. Okay. You know, but uh, I right. ended up talking myself out of it. So before we move forward, I just wanted to uh, bring up the comment from Chris W. He says, Slamfire Radio is on YouTube. Well done. So we are practicing tonight, broadcasting live on YouTube. Just means we're not going to be handling guns tonight. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that's the that's the trade-off. If we go live on YouTube, we can't handle guns live on TV. Yeah, so yeah. so basically we'll have an agreement prior to. Are we on YouTube <laughs> or not? Do we have guns tonight or not? Yeah. We'll do them next. We'll do them next week. Next week okay. we'll show guns. Yeah. Okay. I'll have some stuff to show. Kyle will have some stuff to show. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'll have yeah. stuff to show too. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it for me. Um, yeah, I'm just okay. looking forward to three gun. I got some maple seed coming up pretty soon here, which is going to be a bit of a road trip. That'll be at BTSA that Thursday and Friday. Things just opened up here in uh, in Alberta today, so I have to reach out to the range and like get my okay from them. And other than that, I'm going to be adding seats to that thing, and then maybe adding one on in Lethbridge. Yeah, we're going to add one on in Lethbridge for the Saturday because uh, it's not enough to just abuse your body two days in a row. You got to do three. And then you got to do a five-hour drive afterwards. That's what you got to do. Oh, that is like that's average per hour. (laughs) Like seriously, I can't. I can't complain to you, Kelly. This is no fun. (laughs) I can't. I can't ever complain about this kind of stuff to you because you're like, oh well, until you drive across the country doing this all summer, you know, get on my level. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably the most fun you've ever had or will ever have. I imagine that would be a fun trip. Okay. It is. Well, we'll go Sorry. right into Kelly. What did you do in guns? Okay. So, also with Brian, Brian Quiznall, he says we need more in Ontario. So, I did reply. Stay tuned. We have some more that are coming up now that we are going to be a little less regulated here in Ontario. And also, hopefully, with after July, we're going to go up in outdoor events. So, maybe we'll add some seats to the ones we currently have. So, just stay tuned. Okay. So what did I do in guns this week? I did a whole bunch of things. I just wanted to give a huge shout out to Linda and Keith from Milkun. I am going to be doing one of their courses in October. So the mental marksmanship course, I got invited to participate and I'm super excited about it. It's going to be fantastic. What else did I do? I, oh yeah. So I bought a gun. I brought a WK-180 from Adriel. <laughs> hey, Adriel, after the show, call me or message me. So we, we struck a deal. And it's on its way here. It's not here yet. So we're on li- live on YouTube. Didn't get it yet. And thank you, Adriel, as well, because you gave me a really, really good deal on it. So thanks. 
Uh, I did go to skeet night last night, and guess what? It sucked bad. Uh, I had a really rough day at work yesterday. We also had a later time than we usually go, and then all of, I'm giving you all the excuses. And uh, the high house, it uh, it was not working at all. So we sat there and we waited, and they had somebody come and fix the high house. It took about half an hour or so. Anyways, and then. Yeah, I wasn't able to concentrate, wasn't able to actually look at the clays. It was probably the worst round of skeet I've ever had, I think. But it was still fun. We had a great time chit-chatting and shooting and collecting all the spent shells. And we're going to deprime those on the weekend and do some reloading. So, yeah, it was, Yeah, you know what, even a horrible day at the range is a better day than not being at the range, right? Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So last night also we went to it's the QCIF Ladies Committee. We met last night and uh, we're going to go and take over the QCIF podcast on June 21st. So if anybody is around on that day, it's a Monday, we are going to be having, uh, no, I actually don't want to announce who we're having yet, but stay tuned. Go and check out the QCIF podcast anyways. And the ladies from, as I said, the Women's Committee beyond. And that's including me, by the way. And the last thing is I did get confirmation. The black badge course that has been that I was supposed to be on has been rescheduled and it's confirmed for July 9th, 10th and 11th. So I'm going to be going to that. And uh, yeah, I have to go through the rule book and everything beforehand. So I'm just going to probably find figure that out. Okay. Um, and, and that's it. Uh, what about you, Mo? I registered for my very first uh, IPSC match in Quebec, which is going to be this Saturday. I'm really looking forward to it. It was an interesting registration. I don't know if it was specific to this one club, but it was. I had to do it through email, so it wasn't through practice score or, or um, how Ontario has its own site. I was actually going to ask the Alberta guys how you guys register for your matches there, if it was uh, practice score. Yeah, it's typically practice score. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I just found that interesting. So... I'm going to show up on Saturday with my limited French and, uh, and see, see how it goes. I mean, I know the, uh, obviously the IPSA commands are all in, Eng I'm sure they're going to be all in English, but, um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, you'll learn the French commands. Like there's, there's not that many of them. They probably sound the same too. Yeah. I, I just have a feeling they will be in English, but I, I, I'll yeah. report back next week on, the, okay. on that show. Anyways, right? English with a French accent. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I know. So clear. <laughs> no, that's German. That's a, that's that's a terrible a French accent. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I won't, I won't be using that Kelly. Um, <laughs> you know, Arat, that means Arat. <laughs> I, um, I also registered for uh, a, match in peterborough and i was gonna and i volunteered to do the build on the friday because i wanted to get the experience of being oh, yeah. part of the build crew so you know yep. get there at 9 a.m and build and then and then shoot after lunch and i'm still gonna go but it's now um it's not an official match anymore it's they're calling it a training day because i guess Mexico ontario wanted wanted to continue to follow the rules you know through the different stages of um removing of the restrictions i guess mm. oh, okay uh still going on but it's not an official match but i mean i still want to go in and you know get get the experience of the build and uh and obviously shoot the match and learn some stages okay. so that that should be fun too um i had also registered for another match in cornwall ontario but that one that one just got canceled completely so okay what's that 
because uh, of um, I guess they're not allowing any official matches until the beginning of July, July second or third, something like that. Okay, so the next stage where they're allowing twenty five yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. So right now, so we just entered or tomorrow actually. Yeah, tomorrow is going to be the stage one for Ontario where we will be allowed to have outdoor events for 10 people. And after that, it's going to be, uh, it's 21 days after that. So it'll be like July 2nd or 3rd where it's going to be 25 people will be allowed. We're at 20. Yeah. We're at 20 right now, Kelly. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, and, we're not. Uh, and then, I mean, part of, part of that too is uh, it's going to be the drive with the border, as I said in the last show. That show me I your papers. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So on the sixteenth, it's it's supposed to end, but there's always a possibility that it gets extended. But I guess, I guess I'll find out closer to. Okay, sixteenth of June or July? Uh, June, June, okay. and then the match would be on the eighteenth. So I'm hoping that. Uh, I get word before that, so at least I can give the uh, match director a heads up if I can't go, right, if I'm not going to be able to cross the border. Yeah. Um, and then I just did uh, lots of dry fire practice this this past week and uh, reloaded some some 9 mil ammo, and uh, that's it. I don't have any gadgets to, gadgets to show off tonight. That's it for me. Cool. Kyle, oh, what about you? Oh. I had this sitting on my bench for a while so i finally installed my uh, two-piece shell catch that i got from uh jay kenny and co so they developed a two-piece shell catch for my benelli m2 so there's one there oh. and so you can see it just flops like that and this is the yep. factory one so i mean you can see uh, i've grounded divot trying to tune that i so put this in my Benelli, I still got some tuning to do uh, right where this spring, because there's a spring that sits on the back of this plate. To keep this plate, and then this plate will actually slide out of the way when you load shells in. I so the idea with that, um, is that like the same thing with the A5, where you can load from the bottom and it just auto-loads the... Uh, is it auto-loading, or is it just uh, an easier way to get shells into the, the tube? It's an easier way to get shells into the tube. I got... Uh, actually, a gentleman from Chaz has loaned me a um, auto lifter. That's where mm -hmm. the part like the A5, that's the auto loader. Yeah. He loaned me one to check out and try out, and I'm going to have to get my own because it's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> so it works? Oh, yeah, it, it works. Uh, you got to mm. run more spring tension in your mag tube than you would typically run. Yeah. And that's at first, that's what I found is it wouldn't, it would kind of hang up a little bit with if you. I had mine trimmed short where I'd have to replace it every year because it was just that short. But now I ran it extra long, like the maximum they, where they say to start it, and it's just running flawlessly. So once I get this tuned up, it'll, I tried loading. Load's pretty nice, but it's just uh, I got to grind out where, because it, it's weird, because the spring slips over this, the post, through the hole in the side of the receiver, and underneath the uh, extended, because it's, it's tapped for an oversized uh, bolt release. Mm -hmm. And it rests actually against that bolt release through the receiver. So I actually got to trim out the receiver because the spring's catching on the receiver to actually get a shell out of the tube. So I got to huh. do some playing with that. And they say that right on the video, you might have to mm. just shave down on the bottom towards the back. And we're on YouTube, otherwise I'd grab the gun and show you exactly. But... I mean, once I get it tuned, I'll, I'll bring it on and show. 
pull it on yet. Are you going yeah. to are, are you are you going to the uh, three gun match this weekend? Uh, there is no three gun match this weekend. That's next weekend. Oh, it, down in Edmonton. Sorry, yeah, no, I won't be down in Edmonton. I have another event that I will be. Well, uh. I have a staff party this weekend where we will be shooting recording plays on Saturday. Oh, cool! And I get to cook up three briskets starting Friday night. Cook up three briskets for that, and yeah, we got this big staff staff slash customer appreciation party on Saturday. So we're gonna go shoot a bunch of sporting clays, get some meat sweats, and have a good evening. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Are I'm you shipping any to us? Sorry? Put it on cold ice. Are you shipping any to us? You can put it on cold ice. <laughs> Dry ice. Dry ice. Yeah. Dry ice. I don't know how that would do for the flavor. I don't know. I'd love to send you guys some though. <laughs> we'll figure it away. Dehydrate and figure out how to rehydrate. I don't know. <laughs> Just meat straight uh, in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> Send it. <laughs> I'll bring some down for you, Adriel. There we go. No, oh, fine. Um, Adriel. It's all about Adriel. <laughs> Mo. I'm central. He's closer. He's Mo, you and I, we will actually go and get some Montreal smoked meat. How's that? that we'll, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, screw them. We'll be the we'll be the East Squad. I know. <laughs> yeah, I did starting to ramp up my dry fire because well, season's starting. I got my first official match there next weekend up in Peace River. So trying to get some dry fire in and my match savers. Holy cow, that's it's bad. <laughs> I go from like sub seconds match saver load to I can't even get it into the chamber so I gotta do some work there <laughs> <laughs> gotta knock some rust off yeah from not really competing much uh, and then I finalized our range designs for our upgrades for a rifle range so we can yep. get start getting ranges reopened up and as we were sitting here I actually got word that they have been sent to the CFO so now fingers crossed that they like uh, the committee's design and we can re get building and reopen our rifle ranges. Nice. Sweet. Good for yeah. you. So other than that, that's it for me. Looks like there's uh, a question there for yeah. uh, either one of us. How does three gun work now with the OIC? Well, it is fun. I'll say that. <laughs> um, I'll say my tidbits. I guess Adriel can give yeah. your tidbits. So it's really fun for me because I have sponsored rifles that I can't shoot. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, now I'm actually borrowing a WK-180. A uh, mm -hmm. good friend of mine has loaned me a WK-180 to use for this year for 3-Gun because I, I don't know what I want to do. I was toying around with PCC. So basically, yeah, it's either find one of the few. You see a lot of Tavors. You're seeing <clears throat> Ozan Nagants coming out. Ask more SKS is it's it's created a ton more divisions and it's just it it's very much a different game. In my opinion. For some people. It's hardly changed for me. My shotgun's the same, my pistol's the same, my rifle changed. Now I've got a side charger instead of yeah. a top charger. It is literally the same though. It drops the mags the same. It uh it's about as accurate as the other one. I don't know. I mean, 
if I had to mortar it or something like that, that might be worse. It's probably got worse reliability, but I just haven't like run enough rounds through it to to hit that reliability issues yet. Um, yeah, I I just run a WSMCR. That's fine. Yeah. And a lot of the guys are running that kind of thing now. Uh, with the WKs, some people have had like uh, issues with charging handles breaking and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. uh, get the uh, aftermarket one that doesn't break when you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. So with the MCR, so, you haven't had any issues. Um, I haven't had any issue. Well, I, I can't say that because the firing pin retaining pin was a roll pin, and I had to replace that with a real firing pin retaining pin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to stake the castle nut. I don't know. Basic stuff like yeah. nothing, nothing that I'd be like, oh, my God, this is absolutely atrocious. It was all just like mm, little piddly stuff here and there. Okay. okay. Yeah. Some of the WKs have broken pistons. That's that's a bit more like, OK, you're now you got to get a different gun, right? Yeah. yeah but there's I lots hope. of alternatives The the yeah. Tavors and the X95s are a better gun to run for like a little bit more. Uh, but their bullpups and bullpups are, are slower. And uh, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. care what you say. They're they're slower. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the ergonomics and manual of arms on those. Yeah. But if you weird. were mentioning the side charger, I well, with my modern environment, I've been running side charger for a while, and I absolutely prefer a side charger. If you can have it on the left side, mm-hmm. I prefer a side charger over the, uh, you know, to typical over-the-top AR charging handle. It is so nice. It's you fine. Just reach up yeah. and just boom. Yep. Good, nice and positive for, you know, dicking around with stoppages and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I like it. So cool. Greg says, thank you for the, the, it's great to have alternatives, but I also, I think you guys are talking about the different alternatives with rifles, but also there's new groups for the various rifles. Cause people are just bringing what they got. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you got 22 divisions. PCC has exploded. Exactly. Yeah. And you see a lot of you guys with PCC and they've actually become the, you have your limited, your TAC ops, and you're open in just PCC, mm-hmm. your standard divisions, and then you get 22, and then mm-hmm. like Chaz made the clipazine for the most in the Gaunts and the SKSs. And so yeah, a ton more divisions. So it actually may be a blessing in disguise where it made it more accessible to more people. Yeah. yeah. You don't need a $1,000 AR. You can use no. your SKS. No. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> you won't win. <laughs> <laughs> you could use it. Uh, yeah. yeah. You can use and Mike, it. Yeah. And Mike's just saying that for trigger is brutal. So yeah, there's a couple yeah. things that like d- that work against you with that platform, but it's yeah. it's still usable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I saw uh, another manufacturer is making a 180. Uh, that lower is going to shave a half pound off that platform which is also very interesting. Can't let mm-hmm. anything out of the bag, but... Oh. I saw well, it. Well, why the hell did you say something? I just like to tease. <laughs> oh, you're... <laughs> oh, another thing. Oh, I, I had... I can't uh, say. <laughs> no, like, I could talk about this one. Uh, I had All a lady, right. uh, well, a girl uh, go to the ladies' day, and she yeah. was 13, 14, something like that, and she came up to the line, I'm like, when do you want to shoot? Bolt action. Okay, yeah. And then she... she like got prepped in her position I'm like oh you've shot before she's like only air rifle I'm like mm. like I'm, I'm having my doubts it's, it just looked too good and she's like taking her time squeezing shots off i'm like no 
no, like you, like you, like what have you done? And she's, uh, she, she was telling truth, air rifle. But she, the part that she didn't say until a little bit in was that she got second in nationals for for cadets yeah, at air well. rifle. Yeah, so she was, <laughs> she was kind of accomplished. Yeah, <laughs> she was my ringer. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. did you talk to her? Did you maple seed her? I don't know what I could teach her that she doesn't already know. No, tell her to come out. <laughs> come on, yeah. she should. She should. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, that's cool. It's cool, cool seeing someone like just head up and be like, oh, I've never shot a real gun before, but uh, okay, it should be something like this. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> that looks good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have nothing to comment. Hey, upcoming events. Upcoming events is sponsored by Telos Alpha. Telos Alpha is a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the firearms vertical. They help with business processes, strategic planning, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma the industry carries with banks, merchant processors, and social media. Eh, almost. <laughs> Learn more at telosalpha.com. <laughs> so for upcoming events, there is the Chaz Lee Enfield shoot on June 20th. Uh, for more info, go to Chad's Facebook page. Adriel, is there any kind of updates or anything on that? Or yeah, it's gonna happen. It's yeah. gonna shoot your Lee Enfield at, at at range. That'll okay. happen. Is it more like a... bench shooting or what? Prone. Prone, like service rifle, but with Lee Enfields, which mm -hmm. is a service rifle, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I have a question. Mm -hmm. Is it ready? Mine? Yeah. No. No. Oh. I've been working on my other project. Oh, okay. Never mind then. I'll just wait for you to say it's ready. I'm going to take my time making it too. So it's probably going to be a month After. or two. Okay. Yeah. I'm probably going to, because I'm going to be real careful with like sanding and inletting, bedding, coating, uh, who finishing. Are you and what have you done with Adriel? <laughs> uh, I did my rush job on my other one. This, this one's going to be, going to be good though. Okay. I'll take my time. Yeah. All right. Okay. And we got Maple Seeds at BTSA June 24th, 25th. Uh, we'll expand once restriction, restrictions allow for it. Mm -hmm. So today they expanded. So I imagine there's some open slots there. Coming up quick. If you're, in, if you're in the wait list, we'll be you get, pulling off you get there. there first, yeah. right? Yeah. And then they're opening what, uh, Maple Seed up in Lethbridge for June 26th. So make sure you get on there and register for that. When it's and ready. It'll be ready soon. Okay. Uh, and then there's a three-gun match in Peace River on next weekend, June 19th. Uh, you can go to MP3G on Facebook for information on that. So. Would my wife kill me? Yes. I... <laughs> no. <laughs> Would your I, wife kill you what? I should have I actually hear... just let you say what you but were going to say. I drive out to Peace say... River? Yes. Jennifer's coming up. Is she? Yeah, I heard Jennifer's coming up. Oh, you should bring her then. And the boys. She should bring me. No, yes. Jennifer should bring me. Oh. Up to ride with her, ride with no. her and her husband and just carpool. Yeah, yeah, well, I was just going to say, yeah. bring your wife and then she can. To Peace River? I don't know if you know where Peace River is. It's in the how, middle how of nowhere. Five yeah. hours. But they can camp and do fun things while you shoot. Three gun match. It's called saving a marriage. <laughs> time apart makes the heart grow fonder 
Remember, you keep saying, if I add more stuff, I'm going to get a divorce. <laughs> that was last year. Slate yeah. got reset this year. I've been slowly easing into it. It gets to a crescendo right around July there, August. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> go yeah, yeah. June, I'm, I'm yeah. still I'm still good. Yeah. I think I, mm, yeah. I'm going to have to ask. Yeah. ask My Jim wife for. is actually chiming in saying she likes Peace River, but she's just going to stay home. So. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Okay, on to the news. Uh, For the news, we have uh, Springfield Shooting Club won their court case, and now the CFO is appealing. Oh, yeah. Adrian, yeah. Adrian and Trevor did a little mini episode last night and got it put up, and it was actually really interesting to listen to, uh, especially with the, they called them the no danger area ranges. I definitely perked my ears because kind of got to deal with that at my own range. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So danger range. Okay. So Springfield shooting club is in New Brunswick and there was that whole thing around the CFO and the CFO was requesting these stupid, stupid, stupid things that need to be done before they could certify the range or recertify the range. And Springfield took them to court, won the case, judge said, this is ridiculous. And the CFO is now appealing you guys. So Adriel and Trevor were on last night with one of the, one of the executive from Springfield club. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to show it to share. I don't it. know if he's executive or not. He's just Steve. Okay. It's Steve. And <laughs> he knew a lot. But yes, it was Trevor. Trevor was on the show. Yeah, he's not dead. He's alive. <laughs> he's he's still kicking. <laughs> he's still kicking. He even shot on the weekend, by the way. You know. Mm-hmm. But we'll share it as well. But yes, yeah, so that one's on the website, Facebook, yeah. audio yeah. only. Yeah, and they have a GoFundMe really. as well. Yeah. Yep. I love it. Attack the government from all angles. Give us our freedoms back. Yeah, that's really, really important. Their GoFundMe, like I listened to that today, and that was that's incredible how support cut pouring out. Ian Runkle did a little bit of a review on it as well. So he got that up really fast, by the way, didn't he? Yeah. 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 So go go check that out too. He he says it's really, really important. I would believe him. Uh, that we support the Springfield Club because there is precedent. And then when there's precedent, it means right across the country. So go and support them so that uh, they can win against the, well, they've already won, but CFO is appealing. CFO and yeah. Brunswick. Keep their victory. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Part do. Eat our dirt, literally. Yeah. Okay. On top of that, <laughs> we have the CCFR <laughs> legal fund donations. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a uh, couple notables here. North Peace Rod and Gun Club. That's Fort St. John, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sending 3K on top of the 5K they donated last year. That's $8,000. Yeah. Impressive. Wow. Yeah. and Fish and Game Association has donated 1500 on top of the 3000 they donated last year. You see the trend here? Yeah. Yeah, Very that's nice. good. Dunvag and Fish and Game Association, five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're a small club. Like for a small club to donate yeah. that, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, Fundy Shooting Sports has raised a whopping three thousand to bring their total to five thousand donated to it. Yeah, awesome. SFRC for their ongoing and endless support. 
Special thanks to owner Ryan Harriman for the recent donation to the legal fund of $1,275 from a Glock fundraiser. Sweet. So it's a lot of money for a Glock. Hey, guess what's happening on Saturday? <laughs> what? You're going to I, FSRC? I'm going to SRC. It's so exciting. <laughs> They're going to be open. It's going nice. to be free. Yeah, I miss them. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's just further that you see more the community coming together to support this. It's really awesome. Awesome mm-hmm. to see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's just like black rifle guys anymore. I think everybody's pitching in, which is no. amazing. So, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely what we need. Yeah. It's getting the attention all around. And yeah. On to new gun stuff. New Gun Stuff is sponsored by Bolt Action Coffee. Slamfire Radio is now a brand ambassador for Bolt Action Coffee. The coffee is roasted in small batches and is quite honestly some of the best coffee you can get your hands on, even if I don't have any yet. Yeah, <laughs> so you know what? Yeah. Let's talk after the show. All you have to do yeah. is just email them yeah. and say, hey, yeah. uh, what's Slamfire? Those are funny. Haha. <laughs> yeah. Send it to your home by going to boltashandcoffee.com and use discount code SLAMFIRE, all one word in capitals. Yeah. And I'm going to hand new gun stuff off to Adriel since I think he pretty much added most Everything. of all of this. Uh, the first one I'm going to start with hey, we we're talking about like, what are we doing for three gun? Hey, this would be an option for three gun. Uh, this is a WK180C steel, the upper steel. Steel. Mm. Mm. All right, you know what? I'm going to get out of the show notes and see what you're doing here on because steel oh. 180. So, um, there with the original 180, so the original one, aluminum upper, uh, charging handle was just kind of like dangling in there and like it chewed up the inside of the aluminum a bit. Who cares? But it ran and the charging handles didn't break. Then they went to a magnetic one to stop it from chewing up the inside, but that didn't work. Then they went to a screw in one, which did work, but the screw starts breaking. So, with this. Yeah, they went back to the original charging handle and it doesn't mark anything up because the upper is steel. Steel. Uh, It is a little bit heavier. Now it's just over eight pounds, but uh, it won't wear the same as the aluminum upper. And uh, yeah, that's about it. 1350. They got them at West Rifle. If you're interested in something that would be a little bit more rugged or hard, reliability for three gun and whatnot are we talking you're talking rugged huh rugged lumberjack rugged lumberjack rugged yeah (laughs) Yeah. thousands of rounds rugged yeah uh bullseye got a bunch of uh stuff in some keltec sub 2000s whatever okay some ambulance outside my house don't know if that picks it up on my mic but yep uh yeah so they got a bunch of Keltecs. They've got the sub two thousand for eight fifty, and a bunch of other Keltec guns, like that crazy coffin magazine pistol thing that should yeah, take like unlimited ammunition, but in Canada it just takes ten. And uh, they got their folder twenty two, and they've got the RFBC and a bunch of other cool guns. I mean, Kel- Keltecs are kind of like we got a shipment a year. And then we, they dry up immediately and they're all sold out. So if you're looking yeah, for a Keltec, go buy one because they'll be sold out in a few months. And Yeah, then it's out of stock yeah. everywhere. And then they 
they get their prices jacked on the uh, Canadian Gun Nuts Equipment Exchange, and you can't buy them, and yada yada yada. So yeah. Before you move on, I just want to say to everybody, uh, Rick Woods, who's a friend of the show, he's been doing a lot of this with uh, Bullseye North, and I just wanted to let him know that he's doing a great job with sharing all of the deals and everything I've been following up for the last little while. So I wanted to give a little bit of a shout out to Rick, but not only that, I also wanted to give a shout out to Ken Thiessen as well. I hear that he is uh, going to be moving on from bullseye North and taking on a pro staff uh, job with, I think it's vortex. I don't know. Hmm, cool. That. So yeah. uh, stop by the store if you can before Ken leaves. If not, you know, we wish him well at his new job. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I got that weird RDB survival. Oh, yeah. I saw one of those at the range. It's so small and so light. Oh, really? Did you get a chance to? They look real weird. Did you get a chance to shoot it at all? That's for sure. No, one of the other guys was uh, was running it for the match. Really? Mm -hmm. How'd it go? Uh, (laughs) Not well. <laughs> if you're like the general, the, it, it go the well. general RDB is fine. I think it might it might have just been like ammunition or tuning or something like that. Because the the general mm-hmm. RDB is fine. It's it's yeah. okay as a rifle. Um, I know like the SU sixteen, like the receiver was bad. This um, I I've heard that the RDB is good, and I've seen it run. Um, that particular one didn't didn't run very well. Okay. Uh, there was a Caltech. I thought this is kind of interesting. Uh, Frontier Firearms has a Hawa. They've got the M1500, so the 1500 action. Uh, yeah. But they've got it in the cooler chassis, and it's in 6.5 Creedmoor. So. Yeah, I think that's sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of mm-hmm. neat. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the cheaper ones for that kind of class of firearm, too. Yeah, yep. for a chassis rifle. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, the price is very reasonable. Yeah, it is. Uh... Ignore that. Reasonable. But uh, how about a two thousand dollar nineteen eleven? No. Well, <laughs> and the, the that's it looks all like it's all case hardened and funky looking. Yeah. Uh, Solely Outdoors has the standard manufacturing nineteen eleven forty five ACP five inch in case hardened finish. Uh, so I don't know if it's the lighting. It just looks weird from this perspective. It's case hardened. Yes. It, I have not seen a case hardened nineteen eleven. I just. It's look at interesting. that interesting it does look cool that yeah. does look cool i bet you it looks cooler in person i bet the, you it yeah. does too. yeah yeah sure. the pictures of this looks a little bit too spacey but i bet in person it would be really impressive mm-hmm. yeah neat uh i saw a couple of places uh that had these these little like bical 22 lr single shots yeah uh frontier firearms was one of them but i saw a couple of other retailers that had them um yeah interesting little single shot apparently the barrel on them is uh, is quite thick They're, they've got a thick heavy barrel on them oh really which is uh yeah kind of interesting yeah. soviet training rifle heavy barrel yeah yeah single shot. interesting single shot for that you know who would do really well with this that girl that was at the ladies day shoot probably yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think she would do well with anything yeah, <laughs> I wonder what the trigger pulls like on this thing. I bet you it's great. I don't know. Yeah, mm. doesn't have to do anything. Okay, why don't you get one and it's only two hundred and twenty nine dollars, and then do the review on it. Don't and tell you me. Do the trick. Don't don't it's, tell me. It's two hundred and thirty bucks. Have no willpower for cheap guns, and it's this is two hundred and thirty dollars. 
Yeah, that but I could get criteria. Okay, just click on add to, and then once the show's done, then you'll put your credit card in, and then you'll actually do the review, and then in two weeks you'll sell it. We'll just see, we'll there. maybe, add, maybe, add, maybe, add to cart. <laughs> maybe <laughs> it's two hundred thirty dollars. Right. Here's here's one a little bit more expensive. <laughs> Wolverine Supplies has the. Uh, CZ USA 457 Varmint Precision Trainers. This is a 22LR, yeah. uh, 16 and a half inch barrel in a Manners composite stock. Yeah, it's nice. Also funky looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just chop the barrel off there. Boop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Kind of cool. Kind of cool rifle. Yeah. It's a nice rifle. Now, I got some more weird stuff. How about uh, Wolverine is bringing these in? The Zestava P10 10 millimeter pistols. It's like they took the Tokarev, they updated it, and they're like, you know what? This can this can take 760 by 25. Let's run something stanky in here. 10 millimeter. Let's go all in. <laughs> and they made this. Oh, oh. <laughs> the disappointment in Kyle's voice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what am I looking at? <laughs> ugly is what it is. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. It's you can see that the Tokarev style, like there, there's the clip yeah. there to yeah. hold the pin in. Yeah. The mag release. Yeah, it's all Tokarev. They got a different grip on it, which uh, I, I bet you this is new old stock. I bet you they made these in the 80s or 90s or something like that to yeah. sell to the U.S. and and then they couldn't and they've just been sitting on them ever since. Wow, that trigger there, something like that's weird for uh, yeah, a toe grip trigger. Weird. But you can see, you can see, like it's actually it's still just a slider. They just yeah. cut that in there. Yeah. It's gross. Let's be real. Yeah, I can't look away. Hey, it's if you want to get a 10 rack. millimeter, like this a is a $450 rack. 10 millimeter. It's a train wreck. But, uh, Mari, hey, look, this is what he said. By the way, here I'll show you this. Oops. By Cal. Chevrolet doesn't have by a Cal. single shot by Cal. No, but he sold everything. So, yeah. we're not going to buy everything. He's still, he's still going to matches. He still has his Renegade. He, he does. He has his Renegade. He has, mm-hmm. I think, one ten twenty two left, and I think mm-hmm. he has mm-hmm. uh, a couple of pistols. That's it. Yeah. So, and then the last thing, um, I think I saw this on Instagram. Bullseye was like, "Hey, we got hunting e bikes," and I'm like, "What the heck is that?" Yeah, like, that's a thing. That up, hunting e bikes. You can get a hunting e bike. This is the, the this is like the primo. Uh, I don't know if you can call Cadillac like primo anymore. This is like the Lexus uh, of uh, of their bikes, but. Uh, Imagine quietly gliding through the woods <laughs> with a rifle. Like you need a, uh, you need like so, like like Steve Lee's got that bar that he uses for yeah. um, motorbike shooting hogs with with his SKS. You need one of them. The the Colpin grips in front there. But imagine like ripping through the woods completely dead silently, just like clipping along at like forty miles an hour. And you see a deer. The deer hasn't even heard you yet, and you've already you're already like right on top of okay. it. You pull the rifle out. Where do you attach the moose rack on that? <laughs> like we can do like the truck rack at the back or scabbard. It says it's a thousand watts. That should be able to That's, haul a moose, yeah. right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> so the name of the bike is the which is it? You've scrolled down. Sorry, so it's, it's the Rambo so, Bikes oh, Rampage. Rambo. Oh it's an e-bike. All the power. All the power. <laughs> 
<laughs> but this uh, is on Pulsar North. They are expanding. How's that? Is that? Is they got some cheaper that? ones too. They, they you oh. know, they e bike. Because this, like, I looked at it, it as like eight grand. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. But they had some bikes in here that were not it's eight like, grand. Instead of a truck, you're using a Tesla to go and. <laughs> there this one's six grand and there was another one i think they had one that was even less yeah they got a couple of like real ch- like much cheaper ones like three grand or something like that okay pull that up i've i've hunted with a bike grand. with a pedal bike like if you need really? to get uh, if you need to get like Were three four kilometers in and she didn't grow uh, no, uh, groundhogs no, no. no. i deer? could i could have done that oh yeah deer because like to get out to a stand that's quite far if oh, you if true. you have like a highway or something like that you can get on yeah. Uh, it's nice. It's quiet. And, uh, yeah, you, you can, you can easily get out to them. You can spook deer very easily, like just like quietly gliding along. So like the idea of these, these, uh, if you've seen these e-bikes in, in the city or something like that, they're quiet. You will totally sneak up on a deer with one but of these where are you things. Gonna, yeah. yeah. How are you getting the deer out? Ah, that's a problem afterwards. Okay. That's and you can have out. noise. So you get, bring the real machine in there to pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really like this. Very idea. cool. And I they really got the like fat this. tires too. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It is kind of cool. Yeah. I'm I'm very intrigued with the idea. Um, I don't know if I would use an e-bike otherwise, but I'm I'm really intrigued with the idea of like silently gliding through the woods and killing deer and they had no idea where it's coming from. It, it, which would work yeah. until it rain until it snows and then it's like yeah. <laughs> i don't care what kind of bike it is it's not getting through like the 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 snowy hills of alberta <laughs> yeah. i'm thinking dry leaves mm. but you'd be so fast it would just mm. be like and you, it's like that they can hear something happen like way back there but you're zipping along i wonder what kind of speeds you can get up to on these things the ones i've seen online go like zip yeah mm doesn't have a speed on there i feel like it should should have like zero to 60 and then it says max speed oh 20 miles per hour that's still pretty quick yeah it's not bad yeah yeah Yeah. anywho that's enough uh uh, it's enough shenanigans for me mike (laughs) saying lots of uh instagram hunters are using them for elk in colorado oh you gotta haul around your camera equipment your camera crew yeah like the tripod and the microphone yeah you need a bike for that yeah. Okay, and for our main right. topic, we have Dustin Timmons with Alberta Tactical Rifle Supply. So, Dustin, to start off, would you mind going over your background and what you do with ATR- ATRS? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, ATRS is a, uh, a family-owned company. Um, Rick, my dad, uh, started the company in 1996 or 1997. Started off kind of um, you know, doing minor gunsmithing repairs and modifications and stuff like that and then got into um you know rebarreling and making our own breaks and it's just kind of exploded from there started making our own ar-15 receivers in 2008 and and then started on our modern series non-restricted firearm firearm lineup in uh 2012 i guess we started the modern hunter and just over the years just it just kind of kind of exploded the number of machines um that we have increase we've got a full machine shop in the back and we manufacture and and design and develop as much uh cool innovative products as we can for the canadian market me i've been with atrs for 10 years now 
um, started kind of just out of high school full time. I do kind of a bit of everything. I, I, um, I'm kind of the general manager now to do a lot with only the customers and, and stuff with the ordering and a lot of the minor gunsmithing. So bedding and assembly and disassembly and Cerakote. And, you know, I was the one in charge of, um, you know, assembling all the modern series rifles and, and all that kind of stuff. So, and, you know, um, sponsored shooters will also go around to all the, the different um, three gun and PRS matches in Southern Alberta. Um, kind of showing off, uh, showing off the gear and yeah, I mean, having fun. It's, it's good to, to mingle and, uh, especially with the, the last, you know, year and a bit, we just got to get out and shoot some stuff, you know? Yeah. Make the best of it. Okay. So yeah, you'd be pretty much had your hand in all basically every step of the process at Alberta Tactical then. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Even you know, it started out in in the basement and that kind of stuff. And my dad got me shooting. Started shooting when I was five, and started shooting um, some more dynamic stuff. Like started shooting IPA at the shooting edge, at like age ten, and um, you know, started going along on you know hunting trips and that kind of stuff uh, at a very young age as well. And yeah, it took uh, a little bit of a hiatus through high school. Priorities changed, and that kind of 10 years and yeah i've got it uh watched it start from its very humble beginnings in uh, in the garage so that's awesome well we wanted to have you on to talk about your guys's current uh legal battle that's kind of get a little bit of an update what you guys are dealing with but why don't we bring it back to the start because you guys were first involved with the ccfr the group challenge with the ccfr am i correct that's correct. Yeah, right after the uh, after the gun ban of May 2020, we were um, involved as an applicant uh, in the CCFR challenge, um, and that was was going well. Um, obviously, like our modern series firearms were not listed on the ordering council, but they were later changed in the firearms reference table. It wasn't until uh, the end of October 2020 that we got um, a call from the Alberta CFO, which eventually ended up being a, a cease and desist letter um, saying, stop selling, stop um, taking orders, stop manufacturing and give us all your customer records. Cause their, their belief was that anybody who had ordered or taken possession of one of these firearms since the order and council was in possession of a prohibited firearm without a license um, and not covered under the amnesty, which is incorrect, but that was their, their assumption and uh, the reason for their action. So we felt that we had to pull out of the CCFR suit. We didn't, it seemed at the time that, you know, we were potentially getting railroaded by the CCF or the, the Alberta CFO and didn't want that to negatively impact the CCFR case. So I had to withdraw from that case and kind of, redirect our legal team at our own uh and kind of take on the the overstep of the the cfo and the rcmp as it specifically pertains to our firearms so we're uh, we're suing the the rcmp special firearm support services um and a couple of individuals that that are in charge of that um the federal government and the alberta cfo as well as the the field officer that issued the the letter so and uh 
you know, a large part of that is, I mean, we're, we're suing for a breach of charter rights and, and damages and stuff. But the biggest thing is with how everything went with our guns not being listed on the OIC. And like initially when, when the modern hunter was um, classified as non-restricted, like we sent, sent in a prototype to the firearms lab in Ottawa, they eventually, after it was like a year and a half of the actual prototype version, they approved it as non-restricted. And then we had to submit a production gun to ensure we didn't make any changes. And that was another year. Um, so it took quite a while to get, get the modern hunter classified as non-restricted originally, but it was in the firearms inspection reports. It was, they wrote in there, it's not considered a variant of any other firearm found in the criminal code. And then after the OIC, they kind of changed the rules and said, oh, well, now it's a, it's an AR-10 variant, which was not the case in 2015. Why is that the case now? What changed? The gun design didn't change. What's what's changed here? Um, right. So not only do we want to, re- I mean, show that the, the FRT is not law, it's not legally binding, which it's not. Um, but the DCFO seemed to want to try to enforce the FRT as if it were law. Um, so we like to get, obviously, our our guns reverted back to non-restricted. But if we're successful in doing that, that could potentially impact a tremendous amount of other firearms that have had their FRTs changed after oh. the ordering council. So, I mean, like the Mac could be SLR. And I mean, there's like 8,000 different different entries in the firearms reference table that have been changed after the ordering council some as recently yeah. as like a month ago yeah it sets that benchmark for sure yeah but the other part of it is if they if they don't see it our way you know we've already taken a whole bunch of orders for these we've already spent the money on the material and the, the time and tooling and stuff to manufacture all these so we've got you know a thousand modern sporter receiver sets ready to go ready to ship out immediately as soon as they say yep you're able to but if you're not going to allow us to continue shipping these orders and, and fill in the orders that uh, that we've taken you know we're seeking compensation so that we can refund everybody's money who's placed an order um yeah so yeah well uh, it's a long it's been a long expensive process um nope. yeah i know it's uh sorry yeah no doubt it's definitely going to be an expensive process for sure it's um yeah it's 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 interesting because like our our most recent court cases here that we've seen uh we've seen the the rcmp really dance around like is the frt law it's not law uh it's just it's just a database of opinion which is correct for the most part but for some of it is not correct and i think that when you see egregious uh examples like this where uh, they examine it. They're like, "Yep, not a variant of any existing firearm." Oh, uh, actually, the government changed their mind, as, and we're going to change our mind too. And now we're going to say that that's it. That's illegal, and it's a it's an AR-10 variant when it doesn't fit an AR-10. It's not a variant. Uh, and they I, I, can't tell you how it's a variant either. They won't tell you what points. Well, they, they can't even to... define the word variant. Can't do, yeah. can't do that. They lose some some of the ambiguity and some of the. Uh, uh, I guess selective enforcement that they can put around it, right? So, um, that's a good way to yeah, I, th- I, th- I think that they uh, they need to get sued and they need to lose a couple of times to uh, to stop with the shenanigans because 
normally government like uh, the RCMP usually like follows the letter of the law to its crazy uh, end. And uh, in the, in this instance, they're not in this instance, they're uh, making shit up. And I think that uh, it would be good to have them uh, put back in their place. Yeah. Held accountable for it. Yeah. They seem to be doing whatever they want without any accountability. Right. Yep. Yeah. And this is, we're seeing this across the country because look in new brunswick like the same thing they're just changing the goalposts, trying to just overstep and make decisions that really they shouldn't be yeah not productive not worthwhile changing their mind ah we need ground baffles actually we don't like those ground baffles like mm, if you can't decide whether you like them or not you probably shouldn't care whether they're in or not yeah 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 I guess it'd be the same thing. So um, what step are you guys in, uh, Dustin, and, and kind of what's next? Um, at this point, um, I mean, it seems to be there's there's a meeting, um, you know, case management meeting. So with our our attorney, uh, Ed Berlou, uh, is doing a great job, um, as well as so – our attorney, the opposing counsel, and the judge overseeing the case, uh, Justice Gagne, who is overseeing, I think, most of the uh, most of the lawsuits against the order and counsel and all the gun ban stuff. Um, there seems to be a meeting roughly once a month. Um, I think one of the earlier ones after the initial filing, because we filed in, I think, December. Um, so we got our cease and desist letter end of October took us a little bit to kind of get our ducks in a row and, uh, and get everybody served. So it was December. So there's been several meetings since then. Um, I kind of had high hopes for in this, one of the earlier meetings in like March, but it's just been, you know, I think was it March 1st that was, you know, you've got until the end of the month to file whatever motions you want to file. And then after that, you've got another month to respond to them. So it's been a lot of, um, uh, a lot of slow going behind the scenes legal stuff. Um, I'm hoping to, to have a court date soon, uh, but I know Ed's doing a lot of work um, behind the scenes, gathering evidence and getting affidavits from uh, from you know, various industry experts to kind of fight the um, opposing counsel or, or the government's um, arguments. So that's, that's kind of the stage we're at right now. Um, so, I mean, the, uh, although it, it doesn't appear on the surface that a lot is being done, Ed's working really hard in the background and, uh, the, the legal bills keep coming. We've had a tremendous amount of support, um, from the firearms community in general with, you know, the a tremendous amount of donations that's helped us get this far, but the legal bills aren't stopping anytime soon either. Um, so the, the continued support of the firearms industry is, uh, is absolutely appreciated and it's, we're going to need it uh, in order to, to see this fight through. It's been great to see how generous people are with all the, uh, with all the causes going on. So definitely people care and they, uh, they're willing to give their money to show it. Right. So. Absolutely. And especially in the last you know year and a half, that has been so financially straining on uh, so many people. Uh, the fact that uh, there was, we're still seeing that type of support to all the different causes. Cause I mean, there's so many, so many fights um, against all of this yeah. overreach that it's, it's great to see um, 
people making those funds available to to kind of fight for for what they believe in. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And a lot of community coming together, it seems, through this. I mean, we still deal with the usual infighting, but for the most part, it seems like everyone, for when it comes to these causes, pretty much everyone's coming together to help uh, support them and, and stand behind these companies and individuals that are fighting for against this overreach and just yeah. ridiculousness on behalf of all of us. Right. So. Well, yeah. Yeah. Very much. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I was just saying like, uh, I, I kind of like it cause I, I like the idea of suing the government and winning and every once in a while, <laughs> Cal- California just, just overturned their assault weapon ban. And like yeah. that, like you would think like, Oh, that's, that's oh. just going to be there. That's, that's just the way it is. They overturned it. And it's uh, thirty-two years. Yeah, yeah. Huge. So I'm like, we're we're gonna we're if we keep fighting this, eventually someone's gonna look at it and be like, whoa, this is like this is some sh- like serious shenanigans that the RCMP or CFO or CFP yeah. is trying to uh, pull over on these guys. Like that's is impossible to try to abide by. This isn't helping public safety. No. And some of this stuff is going to start getting getting canned. So I think uh, I think I'm encouraged to see how many different irons in the fire we got and how many different angles. Uh, Dustin, I think yours is uh, is super clear. They they jerked you guys around. It's in paper. It's in writing that they jerked you around. And I think it's uh, it's hard to uh, it's hard to justify from that end why they did it other than they could or they felt they yeah. could. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, we've got all the all the supporting documents, you know, back from when the modern hunter was initially classified and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, absolutely, it's it's like good to have, good to be fighting this fight from so many angles. Because I mean, you look at you know the, the CCFR suit; they're trying to overturn the the order of council in its entirety. Um, our suit's trying to attack the, you know, the the what we believe to be unlawful FRT entry changes uh, or modifications. So it's and uh yeah it's it's i think we stand a better chance if we come at it from from a number of different angles but that sure. uh it, it's kind of bittersweet because i mean on the one hand we're we're paying to fight the government for all their wrongdoings but it's our tax dollars that are paying the other side but it's, they're they're unlimited <laughs> yeah unlimited yeah i mean they just keep raising taxes and but it's um it's just got to be done it's got to be yeah. Done. yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, how do people uh, how, how do how do people help with uh, with your legal fight? Yeah, um, we've got a GoFundMe account set up. Um, we've also got a and we've got that link on um, on our Facebook and um, and Canadian Gun Nuts. We've also set up a um, a direct deposit uh, EMT a separate email um, legal at albertatacticalrifle.com so people can just EMTs directly. And that way GoFundMe doesn't take their 5% off the top or, or whatever their percentage is. So all the funds go directly to it. We're also, um, we're working with a couple of companies to um, you know, do kind of promotional giveaways to, to help raise funds. Um, and we're looking at a couple other options there too. So, uh, but the biggest one is the GoFundMe or um, the EMT to legal at albertatacticalrifle.com. Legal at Alberta. Tactical. tactical rifle this is a long one uh-huh. <laughs> yeah right. at, at atrs.com was taken uh, well we've got that one we'll post that one and we'll post the uh the link to the uh gofundme as well appreciate it here we go 
Awesome. Excellent. Well, well, thank you very much for coming on, Dustin. I think uh, a lot of people got some benefit here and where you guys are at. And I know not everybody follows everything on forums and that. So they got to see what you guys are doing and that you guys are still fighting. It just happened to have to take a different, different route. So, yeah, unfortunately it's, uh, it's tough to keep up with everything going on. Absolutely. Unless uh, even if you're in the industry full time, it's, it's tough to keep up with everything, but yeah, I, uh, I wish there was more I could talk about our lawsuit, but obviously with an ongoing mm-hmm. action, there's only so much we can say, but, and we're not hounding Ed for, uh, for weekly updates either because it's 500 bucks an hour so <laughs> yeah yeah and i want to leave him to uh to do what he does so yeah mark just wants to you guys to know it's his strongest desire that atrs doesn't win, just win the case but also gets damages and legal fees paid I think you guys want that too, right? Uh, we do want that. Yeah, that would be yeah. excellent. So we can expand <laughs> our uh, our lineup of cool and innovative Canadian-made products for the Canadian yeah. firearms market. So yeah, here's hoping. It's it's been a long battle, but uh, I'm hoping we've got uh, a resolution. Yeah. Well, if you get that, uh, if you get the FRT classification overturned, I think you'll sell a couple of receivers. I think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the the thousand that we've got here ready to go are, are going to last very long. So we'll have to no. turn up the new machines. Yeah, and, uh, six gears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah well, thank you no, again, Dustin, and uh, no problem. All the best in your guys's battle, and hopefully it turns out favorable. And we got the link there. It'll be show, posted in the show notes so that people, if you're able to, donate to help help ATRS in their cause. Well, we appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks for coming on, Dustin. All right. Okay. Well, thank you again, Dustin, for for coming on. And we actually kind of did that conversation already, didn't we? Oh, we'll get if you wouldn't if you wouldn't have said anything, I would have just cut it in there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I knew I was going to book. Go to Hey, we'll get into. uh, I was just going to. But uh, go and support both of the GoFundMe pages or send yes. money. Absolutely. Really do that. Yeah, we need to support each other for sure. Yep. Okay. Cool. I interrupted you. That's what we do, though. Yeah. All good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now on to listener feedback. Listener feedback is sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full-service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing, offers hot bluing, parkerizing, and Cerakote finishes, as well as wood and steel refinishing. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms accessories, optics, and more at dcgunsmith.ca. Follow Armory DC. I wonder if he's uh, he's got bikes, e-bikes for hunting. Combat e-bikes. Yeah, I want to say probably not. Bush guards on the front. No. Oh, you can, follow, yeah. <laughs> you can follow Armory DC Gunsmith on Facebook and Instagram. And we Facebook, we've been pretty much reading out the comments here throughout the yeah, night. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the great yeah. thing about StreamYard. We can pull it up and post it on there and reply yeah. as we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, emails. Cool. Oh. That's really interesting. Mo, do you want to tackle this one? Sure. 
All right. Hi, I was listening to old episodes of SFR and came across a discussion about concealed carry and differences between U.S. and Canada, us having useless ATC and barrel restrictions, making concealed difficult. None of the hosts from 2013 are in the show anymore, but we can still make fun of them. I attach a clip when you hear a prediction that it is only a matter of time before CCW is a reality in Canada. I wonder how they would react back then if someone had told them it is only a matter of time before all guns are banned in Canada about Bill C-71, OIC, Bill 21. With Parliament suspending elections now, here are my predictions. Leftist Liberal government is here to stay forever. Ooh. No. Why? <laughs> Why? Sorry. Elections are suspended because of a pandemic. Who declares yeah. that pandemic is over? The government. So mm -hmm. they will be inventing new variants, new waves forever. Oh, no. no I know. <laughs> With uh, no elections, they will push all current bills restricting farms and add more. NDP will support them. Rising crime will be used as a reason to ban more and more guns. And, of course, laws will have no impact on crime, on crimes. That will require some changes to SFR format. I have suggestions. This should be good. <laughs> The segment, what have you done in guns this week, will turn into a what have you done in guns this week 10 years ago. <laughs> About events we'll cover when support groups meet for gun addicts like for recovering alcoholics. <laughs> there will be no protests after the first few result in arrests, charges, and criminal convictions. Guests will be telling stories about their past matches, hunts, etc. So on that positive note... Let's all enjoy our guns and shooting while we still can. Although not all of us, my range is still closed mm, and not all you. guns with safe Queens taking up precious real estate. Mm -hmm. Those positive words were brought to you by Chris. <laughs> I kind of want to listen to this clip that he, he gave us here. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can get it going for you guys. No, so Chris is one. on watching tonight right now as well. He said, hi, oh, to share audio. I could share audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to happen. But sometimes trouble just comes around the corner and smacks you right in the face. So that's you know, right. That's why it's nice to have the option. Yes, exactly. And you know, you guys got rid of the long gun registry, and I, I see it as only a matter of time. You know, it, but you've got to get enough people involved and enough people demanding it. Yep, you're right. Yeah, that just don't have the numbers. I, I personally don't think we'll ever see concealed carry in my lifetime. Well, that's because you're a pessimist. I, I think I think it would easily we could easily get concealed carry as soon as the Americans keep up what they're doing because their crime numbers are dropping really fast and it's easily directly linked to concealed carry permits. Um, as, as, you know, it's going to be it's not going to be easy, but once our crime rate is double the Americans and it's heading that way, once it happens, the, the, the citizenry is going to cry out for something. The, the wrong person is going to get mugged and raped and attacked and somebody's, you know, husband's going to get murdered and they're going to start crying the way Susanna Hupp did. And that's going to be our, our catalyst to start getting uh, CCW here in Canada. I think it can happen. And it, it, unfortunately, we've got to go down the wrong road to get to it. We've got to get, you know, more crime, which is, you know, the last thing that we want. But it's inevitable where we have no CCW. It crimes going up. Violent crime rate in Canada is rising and doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out why all of the sheep are unarmed and all the wolves are. So what else can we do? That didn't age well. 
No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. How did it work out for us? Ahead of me. You? <laughs> yeah. That didn't. Well. Yeah. That didn't work. You never well know where us. the chips are going to fall. But no. they didn't fall there. They didn't fall positively for us. No. No. Uh, well, no. Let's 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 roll that back. They did on okay. some things, like not everything. Like, uh, what what year is that from? 2013 that's that's uh eight years ago uh what do we have now that we didn't have eight years ago we have uh larmags were larmags since then i don't know if we had larmags uh in 2013 those might be new we had beowulf didn't have beowulf mags back then we didn't that an actual legal break though or just the product well they had to bring in the the lar 15s they they, it was it was there was a finite time when they had to bring those in and then we had those 10 raw mags uh we didn't have nearly the selection of non-restricted uh semi-autos like we have right now you're right um we do not have concealed carry uh but not much has changed on the handgun side of things No. no although we've had although they are going to because the municipalities are going to ban handguns. Uh, I'm not, not sure Alberta. About that. There's, a, there's no. a quite a few that are saying no. No way. Yeah. A lot of the big ones are saying yes, please. We'll take yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? No. Couldn't have first seen that one <laughs> in 2013. Yeah. No. no. It's great to hear Matthew's voice, by the way. Yeah. Should I'm on yeah. again one, one of these days. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Chris, for sending in that email. And we don't have any from Patreon, Instagram, or Facebook. If you would like to email the show, send the show email to slamfireradio at gmail.com and we'll read it on the show. Uh no no new patronies. Uh if you want to become a patron, you can go to uh, patreon.com forward slash slamfire radio and Patreon supporters should have received patches in the mail if you haven't received them haven't received yours in a month send us an email so with your address uh, yes we need an address just don't send an email correct hi how's it going (laughs) (laughs) i'm a patreoni that's it no we need your your address yeah uh shout outs i see adriel just typed one in there yeah, I'm Johnny on the spot with those, uh, just putting the show notes just before you get to them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a shout out to the Ladies' Day volunteers for the uh, Ladies' Day we held. It was, uh, it was really, it helps when you have enough volunteers to put these things on. And we had enough volunteers to put, the, put it on, uh, manage it, uh, get all the stages going and all that kind of stuff. So it was, uh, it was, it was really good. Sweet. Glad you guys had uh, a really good, good day. Yeah. We're gonna have a family day well, this weekend. Shut next up. weekend, I don't know. <laughs> One of them weekends, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have something or other with some family days and stuff. Shooting out at the Shoot. range. Bring your bring your kids. Bring your family. Yesterday was bring your daughter to work or not work to the range day. I don't. I didn't. Did any of you? I don't, I don't have, have a daughter, daughter so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Just okay. <laughs> Next time. All right. Yeah. Kelly, do you have any shout outs? Uh no. Well, no. 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 No, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for asking though, because usually no. Trevor would just skip over me. Okay. 
Mo, would you have any? <laughs> uh, just to everyone donating to the different causes. It's terrific. Oh, that's a good and, idea. Uh, keep it up. And I'm going to be doing some after this show, too. So, yeah. Nice. Awesome. Nice. And I want to give a shout out to our, I guess, officially named Range Improvement Committee for helping out get measurements. And we met last night to go over those drawings and approved my drawings. So, I want to thank them for volunteering their time to try and get stuff going. Awesome. Yeah. And with that, we're going to sign off. So go check us out on Gun Owners of Canada's Canada. Canada's Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, give us a like on Facebook. Our Facebook numbers was last updated on the 6th at 2,791. Don't know where we're at today. That was updated but, today. I did it. But the, Okay. Uh, give us a review on Facebook. Join the CCFR. And we'll see you next week. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over time to get a gun